Hey, toy family. Welcome to the Marsham Toy Hour, where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham. I'm Teresa Hawkins. I'm George Gaspar. Welcome back, George. It's been a while since you've been on. It's been a long while. It's been forever, I feel like. The listeners miss you. Nobody misses me. No, they do. Of course they do. Well, I miss all of them. A lot of stuff has happened, and they, they are desperate for your, your feedback, more so than ours. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't care what we say. They want to know George. And- Too bad. Those topics are done and old and over with. We're not going to go backwards. Nope, we can't. But, man, I think the last time you were on was with Greg a month ago. It was, yeah. Well, has it been that long? Holy it's, cow. It's been that long. I took a little time off Toy Geeks, too, so I haven't been on any toy things. I don't know anything that's going on in the toy world. So you're, you're just your but normal old self. Except I maybe I know, that, I know that voting is open or is now closed for clutter. It's true. You did post a story about voting. Uh, so. Yeah, I posted it. I knew that. I knew that much. <laughs> I voted for us. You voted for us? I did, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. I voted Who for us? Vote for? Well, guys, we have a guest joining us tonight. It's going to be Horrible Adorables is back. This, you guys have been welcome back, Jordan and Chris. Hey, that was enthusiastic. <laughs> Sorry, should I tell Are they the most returning guests now? I, I I was just thinking that. I know Data Dub and Chris Buchong are they're up there. They're in the eights and nines. I don't know. Have you guys been on that much? I don't think so, but we're trying. This is this is at least your fifth or sixth time. Yeah, the last time was when you guys surprised us during Christmas. That's right. And before that, it was almost a year ago today that we had that game night with you guys. Oh. Wasn't it the week before uh, Five Points, Teresa? Yeah, it's funny. I, last year, before Five Points, we did a game night with you all, and we're planning to do the same thing. So it's like a second annual pre-Five Points game night episode. Uh, <laughs> it's a tradition now. It is. It is. We like your games. Oh. No, I have to say, I have to give everyone props because I've tried to sit down and make games, and it is hard. Especially when you're trying to theme it towards designer toys, it even gets more difficult. Yeah, I think we um, we just did a show in Philadelphia, so we were working on them in the car, but it's mostly Chris. I chime in here <laughs> and there, and my suggestions usually get like <laughs> like an eye roll, <laughs> but um, I had some suggestions. So you're saying Chris is the brains and you're the brawn? <laughs> I don't know like if brawn is the right word either. <laughs> beauty. The beauty. Brains and beauty. No well, I'm excited because we're, what, two weeks away from seeing each other at five points, except for George, because George, you won't participate. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm just proud that we're keeping this train rolling because there's a lot going on. But especially with Carrie, I don't know how you're doing it. And, well, the crazy thing is he's got all this moving stuff going on. But I don't know if you saw, George, Gary managed to finally have an AP sale. I did. Only took two minutes. So we talked about it. I was like, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. He's making it sound like it's going to happen. And guess what? It did. And not only did he put them up, but all the APs sold out. So, 
I'm it, proud of you. I'll tell you, last weekend was nuts. So I did the drop on George. I did it on Friday, and I pretty much had a bunch of things releasing. So I put up all the um, AP sets for all the Dunnies that I designed for both the Five Points and uh, the DTA Dunnies series. So there's five Dunnies total there. I put up the five 20-inch Dunnies. Those sold out. I put up the two Hootlers that I designed for the Jasper series with Martian Toys. And uh, pretty much everything sold out. All the AP sets sold out. And then there's a few individual uh, pieces of the Hootler Jasper series. So if you're looking for the blue or green, those are still available on my site. But uh, And we also sold a Marshan pennant. That was awesome. But, yeah, so I packaged over, I think, 50 boxes that entire weekend. It was nuts. But I got it done. I... Well, I know your wife was out of town, so you yes. had the kiddos, kiddo duty too. Yep. And I just, all, I don't know. All honestly. that and watching the kids? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. It was, I'm telling you, it was a crazy weekend. Plus it was Mother's Day, so I was taking the kids trampolining. I was taking them to the birthday parties and taekwondo, running all over town. And then when we got home, I packed up the 50 packages. Then when they went to bed, I would sneak to the office and edit up the, uh, the episode for the week. It was crazy. I barely slept at all. <laughs> so. I don't know how you did it. I don't know if you heard, you didn't you didn't hear too, George. I I assisted. I bet the reason it did so well is because you had some lovely photography of your toys listed on your website. This is true. Thank you, Teresa. As we mentioned before, like my house is up for sale. I have everything packed up. I just don't have. Any of those toys, they were all still boxed. I hadn't opened them and signed them or numbered them at all. I had, so that was also something I had to do in addition to packing everything up. I had to crack open, I don't know how many blind boxes, and sign and number them. And it was crazy. But I'm glad it's over with. And thank you for everyone who uh, supported and purchased something. That was awesome. Uh, did, you guys, did you guys talk about the Jasper already on the show? We haven't. We, we mentioned it was releasing, but we had... No one's ever had it in hand, so I sent it to to both of you. What do you guys think? Uh, this is adorable. It's, I love it. It's it's a cute like it's like to be honest. The pictures online, I was like, eh, it's not gonna be for me. But when I opened it, I really like it. I love the articulation on the arms and 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 legs. I, feel, I really like the size. It's way smaller and cuter than I thought it was gonna be. Like, I think it's because it's so small that it's cute. Right. It's got a good weight to it though for being so small. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. – the weight, I don't know. The weight doesn't really – I guess I didn't notice weight being an issue of, of anything. But I don't know. I just – the size of it is really appealing to me. Like I really like how small it is. Like it looks way bigger in person – or online than it does in person. Good. Glad yeah. Like it, it. And I love the way the hands look when they're up. Yes. Well, and I, I like the size too. I wasn't sure because I know – you know, it's a little hard to tell until you see it in hand. And I, it had been such a long time since I'd seen them, the prototypes, way back when at, I don't know, five points. But, yeah, they're great. I love them. So thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Yes, thank you very much. You say I never give you guys anything. There you no, go. I never said that. I, you never. You notice if you go back and listen, I did not say that. <laughs> I was just Teresa. And, I, a hard time. and you know I was just messing. I was 1,000% just picking on you because it was fun for a little bit. But I really do not all expect anything. So I do appreciate them. And I was picking on you for not giving stuff to Teresa, but not for not giving stuff to me because you have given me stuff in the past. I totally get it. <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> just that the listeners don't realize that it was a joke. So I took some shit afterwards, but it's all right. Uh, so I do have something hey. to promote real quick, and then I want to get talking to 
horrible adorables, but we just mentioned I had my 20-inch APs up for sale, and that was the – it was a great colorway. It was a run of 40, and what I would like to announce tonight is coming up pretty soon, Kid Robot has let me know that there is a second colorway in the works. And that should, be, that should be dropping – actually, I don't know, but I believe – in the next month or so, we might see some news about that. So, there's well, can you dish on what color? If, Is it the other one on the box? Yeah, if it's if it's on the box, if you know what I'm talking about, I can't show any images or anything. But yes, if you've seen the box, it's the other one on the box. I feel like it's- we're passing notes in school. Nobody else, no listener knows what we're talking about. So all I can say, Teresa, is. It's another colorway. I don't know edition size. I don't know price. I don't know any of those details. Kid Robot did give me permission to announce that there's going to be a second colorway coming soon. So I believe they're going to be leaking teased images and stuff like that. So maybe next month we'll see the actual release. But um, I know people were disappointed to miss out on the gray one. So this will be your second chance at a, at a different version. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, real quick. You know what we didn't mention? You're stupid. Oh, I have to be careful. My stupid? I don't know if I should be no, I was going to say your stupid flipper buyer, but I didn't want to know if I should say stupid. Well, the the move was stupid. So here's what happened. During the sale, someone bought four APs of the exact same item. And then uh, Nick, he uh, I don't know how he did it, but he went on eBay and he alerted me to someone was selling three of the exact same item all from the same city. So he's like, Gary, someone's instantly flipping. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you, it was really easy. All I had to do was look at my orders. There's only one person in my order who ordered multiples and they were from the exact same city as the seller on eBay. So, um, I didn't like that. There was other people, uh, you know, emailing me at the same time that they missed out on this colorway. So what I did was, is I just went in and I canceled and refunded his order and then contacted the other people who were bummed they missed out on it and sold directly to them. So I'm proud of you, Gary. You stuck it to the flipper and said, no, not here, not today. He was nice about it, though. He was cool. He's like, thanks for letting me know. It's just a word of advice. If, you're gonna, if you are going to resell and flip something, wait till you have it in hand. That was stupid. It really was. It was. I don't. And, how do you sell something without having it in hand? Something could get damaged. Something can get lost in the mail. Like, I don't understand how you can take an order for something you don't have yet. <laughs> anyway, so let's get talking to Horrible Adorables. I know, sorry. I feel like you all were trying to pipe in. <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how to insert myself in a conversation, especially when you're doing it by Skype and you can't see the other person. So I just make a lot of like, oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, ah. <laughs> ah. Just pipe in. Just cut us off. We talk too much. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to? I've seen yeah. you guys have been oh. doing conventions. You had the show in New York. You've been doing some craft shows. You've been learning lots of new skill sets and everything. I've seen that you're doing laser printing and 3D printing and flocking and all that sort of good stuff. So let's catch up. Let's find out everything that's been going on in the world of horrible adorables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so much. Uh, we've learned a lot of new techniques lately. Uh, picked up a 3D printer on an impulse buy. Um Chris has been doing ZBrush, has been learning his way through that, and blocking. What, what printer did you get? Oh, it's just a cheapo one. I'm, like, embarrassed <laughs> to say it because everybody will poo-poo it. Um, but we went to – so we've been using this uh, resource bias called the ThinkBox. It's at a college nearby. Mm-hmm. 
And they have like the maker bots and resin printers and all this stuff. It's free to use, but you have to just pay for materials. But we were having a harder and harder time like getting over there. You have to pay for parking every time. Sometimes like they have a rush of college students and you can't get on anything. And they really look down upon you doing any type of production there. True. We were kind of bending, the, getting to the point where we were bending the rules. So you like went into a micro center just on a whim and dang. Well, we went to go buy a monitor. Yeah, but they're really inexpensive. We were like, maybe they'll have a sale on like a nice 3D printer. We could pick one up for like under $1,000, but we got ours for under 300. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's excellent. That's freaking great. It's, a, it's called a power spec. It's like a little janky looking, um, but it's working great for our you can't use that term that is copyright super plastic. Uh. <laughs> All right, it's a, it's not a sleek oh. looking. No way, they can't steal janky from me. <laughs> I use janky all the time to describe stuff. Me too. They can't have it. Sorry. <laughs> no, they should That's be like so you cool. a pickle every time you say it. Yeah, <laughs> we're basically promoting them. You know, something we learned when we were talking to Clutter last week is I edited it all out, but they kept on saying it over and over accidentally. They are not allowed to say paint battle. Why? Wow, really? Yeah, apparently someone else uh, trademarked that phrase. Isn't that like Taylor Swift tried to copyright like the number 21 or something? Heard about that? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, anyways, back to the, the printer. We ended up picking one up for under $300 on a whim and it's it's working, it's been working great. great for what we're using it for I mean like like you mentioned Gary we're um we learned how to flock as well so what we're doing is we're printing off these little creatures and then we're flocking them so we don't have to deal with the resolution issues that come along with 3d printing because it all gets covered and it looks great when it's finished oh, yeah nice. so that's I was going to ask about that. So, like, it has kind of that sort of 3D texture to it when you print it. Do you sand it all or do anything to it before you flock it? Nope. No. So the, <laughs> the, oh, wow. The paint that you use for, like, doing the undercoat of the flocking, it's like a paint glue mixture, and it's really thick, and it just, like, fills in everything. It's it's very easy. So you're, print, you're 3D printing every single character. Why not just print one and then mold the rest? Uh, too much work. <laughs> like we just have it like the computer just just running and printing it out. Like you don't have to do anything and it's less toxic. Yeah, yeah well, you don't need I, the mold and cast anymore with 3D printing, Gary. Like a lot of companies don't even like if you're doing prototypes, you just print out one and then when you need another one, print out the other one and paint it. Like if you need a paint master and a tooling master, you don't even have to like mold it anymore. You just wow. print another one. I thought three D printing took hours, like forty eight hours, to make decent, you know, prints. So I guess that's all changed. Oh yeah, yeah. We could get a couple in just I don't know. We get one in like a few hours. Yeah, yeah. About three hours, we can we can get one of those little guys. We're calling them our fuzzy friends. So we can get one. So you're probably printing about six a day then. Yeah, I mean, and then we can just. I mean, it works overnight. Just let it go. Yeah. I, I picked one up in their Easter sale, Gary and George. So I've seen it in hand. It's so cute. And you can't at all tell it's 3D printed. And I love the size. And it's totally fuzzy. Like, it's so fun to just touch and pet. 
Don't flock. <laughs> I was going to say, your flocking seems fuzzier than what I'm normally used to seeing. Is that just a special technique, or are you just adding more, or is there something to that? Um, you know, we, we found a supplier, we read their tutorials on their website, and we just started going ahead and doing it, so. Yeah, nothing, nothing too special. We're just doing it at home. Um, I mean, we're just using, there's, you know, like if you go on and you search for this stuff, you know, you can get like a big gun that you load the flocking in and hook your air compressor up to. We don't have anything like that. The thing we're using kind of, you know, a can of Ajax looks like where it's like cardboard tube and you got the holes at the top. Yeah, you have the little, like you pull it back and spray it, like you pull it back and like push the air through. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, those, they work great. When I saw your comment, because I know someone was asking about it, and when you described it in one of your comments, Jordan, I literally was picturing, I thought you all literally had a straw, like a drinking straw that you were filling with flocking and then just blowing through it. Honestly. <laughs> like a so, blow method. <laughs> so I totally was picturing it wrong, but it's still really cool. I think they turned out great. I'm excited. I think they're super fun, and... I know, so I picked up the honey character, and I know you were working on a new one called Gummy Tummy, which is like a cute little guy laying on its back. Are they coming to Five Points, Fuzzy Friends? They are, and we um, we just did two colors that are more like springtime, so we have a, a bright yellow and a sage green. So, Oh, is, is the green different than the first green you did, the jelly bean one? Nah, it's the same one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With the flock, the one thing that we are limited on is color choice. Um, because I think the people are mostly buying flocking to do like their uh, gooses, their outdoor goose, geese. and uh, Like the decoys, the duck yeah, decoys. And like insides of jewelry boxes and pool tables and stuff like that. So the colors are a little bit more limited unfortunately but i think we're, we're going to probably try mixing too and trying different uh like paint bases and flock color on top of that and we haven't gotten that far though i mean yeah i mean like you said we just have two pieces right now two characters yeah. so we're, we're very much at the beginning of uh experimentation yep for sure well okay this is super a super random note but i wanted to ask because Related to the whole 3D printing thing, I got a random ad on Instagram for this thing called Formbox. Have you all heard of it? It's the molding thing, right? Where it's like a yeah, substitute. Yeah, so like you, yeah, you basically have something that you want to create a mold for and you put it on this form box, and then it presses this sheet of plastic or whatever over top of your thing and forms a mold of that shape. Are you talking about it was so, Huh? Are you talking about vacuum forming? Yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is, but I, I, I'm, I'm not really that versed in this stuff, so when I saw that, I thought it was really cool. It, I think it is the whole vacuum forming, but I'm just, do people on the scene use this stuff? Because I could totally see someone buying this, sculpting something, and using it to make a mold versus having to do all the other crazy other processes. I don't know if the resolution would be good enough to actually do a mold on that or not. I just looked up with the form box. Yeah, the, so that's basically just a vacuum form. Um, it's like a, a nicely put together one that is good for like it's like it looks like it's advertising to hipsters. But uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a vacuum form. That's like the oldest tool around. Um, it's how all the blisters are made for packaging and things like that. So that's what 
That's how most people would know it for toys. Um, it's also used for like chocolate molds, things like that. Like you'd, you'd be able to do that kind of stuff with it. You can do like packaging for your toys, like trays and or even blisters. But yeah, it's it's good for certain styles of things, but it wouldn't be used for making a mold for like an action figure or, or a figure per se. Okay. You know what? I feel educated. Like horrible doorbells. You guys are young, and I know Teresa's young. George and I are the old farts on the show. So <laughs> Teresa sends me an image yesterday of something. She's like, "Gary, what is this?" And I open it up, and I instantly know what it was because this is a part of my childhood. I would go to this machine at the Brookfield Zoo and the theme parks and sort of stuff. So, do you guys know what a Moldorama machine is? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Teresa didn't know. Really? I, I had I to uh, drop some history on her yesterday. No, they no, have. So, to... oh, sorry. No, <laughs> I was just saying. All right, I'm not jumping in anymore. <laughs> it's your up, Moldorama. Speak. No, I was just gonna say that I remember going to Greenfield Village when I was younger, and they had like the the Henry Ford Museum, and right next to the chair where Abraham Lincoln got shot in, they had one. And you can make his head, like a bust of him. It was like kind of morbid. But That's I made really it. weird. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny about the Abraham Lincoln ones is the Moldorama machines are kind of known for, they're not the greatest quality. So on occasion, you would get a mold that didn't complete or inject very well. They would drop into the machine and you'd pick it up and there would sometimes be really thin spots or sometimes holes. And I've heard that with the Abraham Lincoln ones, a lot of the times a hole would actually form in the back of Abraham Lincoln's head. Oh, God. But they exist. It's a thing. Oh, my goodness. And, Teresa, yeah, I'm surprised no. you didn't know about these just for the simple fact that Rotofuji had a whole thing a couple of years ago where they bought one and refurbished it and started making – they did a Tim Biscuit piece. Yeah, the helper dragon they were producing in a bunch of different colors. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I don't know how I missed it. I never saw that. I wish I knew about it because that would have been cool. But no, someone posted on Facebook. I think it was Jeremy Dale, but someone was selling a bunch of Moldorama machines. I was like, Gary, what is this? Like, this looks cool. And then because like I I mean, the things I saw were more like penny presses. Like I I never I've never seen a Moldorama thing. And then you sent me a YouTube video. So I got to watch one in action, which is pretty cool. But no, I had no idea. I'd never heard of it. Yeah, we have one of Rotofujis, and I remember them saying that that machine is down for repairs <laughs> quite often. Yeah. yeah. Do they still have it? Last time we were there, they had it, but I, it's I been a know, couple it, years. It might have been out of commission. I'm not sure, because I would have gotten more if they, if the color was different. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's probably not worth having the repairman come out every month, you know? No. It's all a bunch of hydraulics and stuff to hold the, the mold closed and stuff. I'm sure that all leaks and it's a pain. Yeah, and I think it like smells like a lawnmower basically when you're using it. It's like it should be an out, it's an outdoor machine. That's how they were intended. So it's it's probably not great in a little shop. Yeah, I've seen them in, indoors, but much larger spaces than Rotofuji. But uh, anyway, since we got sidetracked, let's just do our sponsors now and we'll get talking to uh, horrible adorables. 
So for all your designer toy needs, wants, and desires, we got three awesome stores for you. My Plastic Heart, Strange Cat Toys, and 3D Retro. If you go to MyPlasticHeart.com and you happen to live in the States, if you spend $75 or more, be sure to use our promo code TOYFAM at checkout and you'll receive free shipping on that order. If you go to StrangeCatToys.com and use promo code MARSHAM at checkout, you'll receive 10% off that entire order. And if you go to 3DRetro.com, we don't have a code, but if you voted for them in the DTAs, all you have to do is let them know that and they'll send you a discount code. <laughs> but really, if you are in the Southern California area, Burbank adjacent, be sure to check out 3D Retro. Their, their store out there is, is gorgeous. They host lots of uh, week, uh, weekend events, uh, beautiful murals on the outside. It's just a fabulous store. As well as if you're on the East Coast and you're in the New York area, be sure to check out My Plastic Heart. And to stay on top of all the latest and the greatest in designer toy news, be sure to like and follow SpankyStokes.com and thetoychronicle.com. And be sure to download the Toy Chronicle app at any one of your favorite app stores. All right, Horrible Adorables, let's get back to you. So we were talking about some things you're bringing to Five Points, and let's. what else do you bring in? You bring in some other good stuff? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because Teresa's always complaining about not getting scoops, so we actually wrote a whole sheet out here of... Uh... Well, we don't have to... <laughs> oh, I've heard from two collectors this week. Teresa was kind of like, you know what, I'm over the complaining. But no, I heard from a couple of collectors that like, what's going on with Five Points? No one's doing their exclusives. I have no idea what's going on. They're genuinely upset. And then I was so shocked that Teresa was like, you know what? It is what it is. Because I'm over it. it... <laughs> because... It's, it's pointless to sit and talk about and complain because it's just how it is. Like, everyone's like, no, it's not. I was like, you don't understand. It's, it's a couple of reasons. It's either artists are working still and they can't reveal because they don't know if they're going to get it done in time or they can't shoot photos because it's not done yet. Or companies are waiting for stuff to ship from overseas. They're not sure if it's going to make it in time. Yeah. And then plus, <laughs> our scene just kind of lives off of. Like that, that hype, like that build up at the end, like all the news is going to flow in and you don't want to announce too early, right? Like if someone were to announce a month ago, I'm probably going to forget about it. And Instagram yeah. hasn't been helping out very much. I feel like every time I post something related to the show, it's like, it just, it's like, oh, two people saw this. I'm like, great. <laughs> and then I post like something stupid, like a picture of my, I mean, not that my cat's stupid, but I'll post a picture of my cat and it's like, oh. 5,000 people like <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm just going to do that's only. So, uh, the Instagram algorithm is, is just dumb. It's just so dumb. But yeah, I'm not complaining. I, I'm always here for scoops. I'm just done trying to be like, ah, come on, you're killing me. So let's, let's do some scoopage. Well, let's see. You already talked about our one with the fuzzy friends. So we're going to bring a bunch of those. And Jordan said both yellow and green colorway and the two characters. And we're going to have those for $18. Let's see. Another thing that we're going to have. Well, Gary knows about this one, too. We're doing the uh, Skull Flower Show. <laughs> have you started? <laughs> um, we did. Just <laughs> oh, you're ahead of me. Gary, <laughs> <recently. laughs> Poor Corey, you know, he's, he's asking for prices and pictures and names. Oh, and... <laughs> my God. I'm like, I, I remember, like, as soon as he sent that out, he was like, hey, guys, I need prices by this date. And everybody's like, wait, I thought the show was in June. But, like, the show is June 1st, so obviously he needs it before. But I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, oh, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> 
George, Teresa, what we're talking about is there's a custom show that Strange Cat Toys is putting on using the Skull Flower by Tara McPherson. And there's a thread, a DM thread on Instagram where all the artists communicate. And Corey of Strange Cat Toys is on there asking for titles and prices and photos. And when he doesn't know, or he does know, <laughs> most artists just are not that ahead of the game. You know, right. we're working up to these, we're working on these things until last minute. We'll be clear coding these things as we're getting in the car and on our planes that morning. I have to say, I'm sorry, like Corey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Hopefully by the time this airs, I give you the price and name. Um, <laughs> he had asked for it and I was like, well, I haven't gotten a personal email yet, so <laughs> I have time, but I know that's, no. that's not cool. Sorry. <laughs> well, it, it's not, I mean, I get it. I mean, you all have other lives, you know, personal lives and other stuff and all that, but these are the Tara McPherson ones, right? And they're the large-sized ones, right? Not the smaller, the big? Yeah. Correct. I said, I'm excited to see you all, see what you all end up doing. Gary, I'll be shocked to see you actually <laughs> doing <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to carve some time this weekend. Like I said, we've got open houses on both Saturday and Sunday, so I can't do my regular woodwork. I, I don't know. It's tricky. It's really tricky right now. I don't. I, if I can get it done, I'll be shocked. But Wait. I, I've never not completed a custom. I'm up for the challenge. I, I like doing things last minute because I work better under stress, I guess. And so it will get done. But you just said woodwork. Oh, you're doing wood. I'm going to, you know, there's going to be some wood addition to it. Oh, I can't work with if anyone who's familiar with what we're talking about. There's that stem with the leaves. I just, I can't work with that. So I, I gotta, I gotta come up with something else. Intriguing. Yeah. And that'll be that'll be at Corey's booth, that, that custom show? Yes. Yeah, that'll be at the Strange Cat booth. Yeah. I have something I want to know about. Yeah. Okay, so I was on your Instagram feed earlier, and you teased something about a game vinyl toy combination? Yeah, so this is our big juicy reveal. Yes. Tell us more. So we have a new toy coming out. It'll be coming out at Five Points. If it gets to the country in time, which yeah. we are pretty confident it will. We are being assured. This is mass produced. Nice. Yes, we are working with uh, Joe Summers at Squibbles Inc. So he Ooh, is producing nice. the toy for us. It is titled The Familiar. So we have one of our little critter creatures, and he's all dressed up in a wizard suit. He has a hat and a cape, and he's in this little spell casting pose. He's got a frog in his pocket. Yeah, he's got his little <gasps> frog. The familiar has his own familiar. <laughs> but yeah, so we were working on this project with Joe and just going back and forth talking about it and stuff. And we were talking about packaging. Like, okay, so how, how are we going to like communicate like the, I don't know, the cuteness around this and stuff? And we were talking about, oh my gosh, we should put these inside of magic pouches. Look so adorable. And while we were do it in a magic pouch, it looks like it's like right for like a D and D sort of thing. So let's throw a D twenty in there and like really embrace the theme. And then we got thinking that maybe we should make an entire board game based around this character. And so that's what we did. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. It's super fun. We've been developing it with a couple friends and game testing and. Uh, Chris, do you want to talk about it a little bit more? 
Yeah, so it's it's been great. The thing that's been bad is we just came up with this idea like back in February. Yeah. So we've been really scrambling <laughs> to put a to put a game together. So the way this is going to work, like Jordan said, the packaging for this it's going to be like a little mag- magic pouch that it's going to come in. Um, and inside that pouch, you're going to get the toy. It's going to be a five inch vinyl toy. Wow. You're going to get a D20 dice. You're going to get um, the character card. Yeah. It's spell casting cards, three foe cards that you battle against. And then you're also going to get a coin as well to flip because that's part of the game. This is all coming in the pouch. Yes, it's all coming in the pouch. What was that, George? Is it a custom coin? Um, We are printing them ourselves. Oh, sweet. So no, it's, um, it's it's more like a poker chip type coin. It's not going to be a metal coin. It's going to be more like a, a a poker chip type style that we're printing on. Yeah. Round um, two metal coins. I know. <laughs> this re- it sounds so much like um like Pokemon or Magic or so like is it like randomized? So like I like I let's say Gary and I both go buy one. Will the cards in his pouch potentially be different than the cards in my pouch? No. So we are our first release. It's going to be a uh, purple marbled colorway. And so the colors of the toys are corresponding to the characters in the game. Every single uh, release with this colorway will have the same cards. You're going to have the same character. But what we're also including is when you buy the toy, you're going to get a, a code to go online and download the rest of the game for free. So it's going to be a beta version at this point, but you'll be able to go onto our website, download the PDFs, and you'll be able to just print out the rest of the cards at home so you're able to play them. Okay. Yeah, and so over the course of the year, we're going to have five different releases. And that reason for that is because, so each character is based off of an elemental sign. So we have earth, fire, water, air, and ether. So the first one we're doing is ether. Ether is sort of like basey, like anything that's like beyond the sky. So each character is going to wind up coming with, or each toy is going to come up with their own character card. So you could conceivably collect them all and have the complete game by collecting all the toys. Yeah, but the toy isn't necessary to play the game. Um, you could just download the the game and play it without the toys at some point. But with every time that we do a toy release, we'll release the new artwork, update this PDF so that you could constantly have uh, the game's going to be evolving and changing uh, throughout the course of it. And then the plan is actually to do a full launch next year of the game as a Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Right. So we're kind of looking at, like I said, we just started this concept in February and, and the game is pretty well fleshed out. We're pretty happy with it, but we want to use the rest of the year kind of as a as a beta testing. So we're hoping to get feedback from people that play it. And if there's any improvements that need to be made or anything like that, you know, we'll take all that into consideration. And then early next year, we're hoping to to kickstart it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I feel like we're breezing over a big component of this is like what the game is like like what is the gameplay <laughs> so um so yeah, how many players is it so it's a one to five player game it's called ballyhoo and the reason it's called well we'll we'll get into that in a second <laughs> uh, i actually have the description written out here so i'll just i'll just read it off 
So, Ballyhoo, that's the witches and wizards of Jorah were ambushed and captured by an evil horde of foes. Their only hope is for their familiars to save them. It is not a strong hope, since their familiars are not well-trained and are a little bumbling. Nevertheless, the familiars have dutifully banded together on a quest to overthrow the foes and save their spell-casting partners. They may just surprise their witches and wizards with a few tricks and familiars of their own. So Ballyhoo is a cooperative-style game where you must work together with your fellow familiars to figure out how to defeat the horde of foes that are attacking you. Cool. I like it. magical. Um, I like that it's a collaborative game because we've we're we're pretty big like into board games and stuff and there's so many where you're just you're trying to constantly like beat down everybody else and come out as the winner but it's a lot more satisfying and in my opinion <laughs> the type of games i like are the ones where you kind of work together to and strategize together as a group to work as like a common goal yeah so you're actually playing again you're playing together against the game is how it works cool yeah. it's a um, great idea i love it Thank I want to play it. <laughs> I love toys. I love games. So the combining the two is fantastic for me. I know what some collectors out there are thinking of, though. Like, I'm not into games. I don't play games. So is there, like, a significant price increase having the no. game component with the toy? No. I mean, we were very careful about that. <laughs> um, again, that's part of the reason why it's more of a card game rather than, you know, we're, we're not, like, giving a board it's not the full game at this point that's why we're delivering just components so we could you know print things out try to keep it as inexpensive as possible okay. so the whole package together for the five inch uh, vinyl piece and the game is going to be 45 dollars well, that's pretty reasonable for a five that's inch awesome. and it comes with a d20 like who doesn't want an extra d20 <laughs> okay i love how you guys are throwing around d20 like everyone knows yeah, that what term. is, is oh. d20 it's a 20-sided <laughs> die is what yeah. they're trying to say in nerddom terms. Yes, and it's like there. I think most probably people know them from Dungeons and Dragons, so it's like the ultimate nerd dice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're working. So we've actually been working with a couple of friends developing it, and he's. I'm doing all of the illustrations for the familiars, and then our friend is doing all of the illustrations for the foes. But we have a like an art style that works really good together. I think. Uh, his name's Brandon B, and he's done stuff at Cartoon Network, and just has really awesome playful yeah, a lot style. Of indie comics and stuff like yeah. that. Nice. Yeah. So along with the toy, you're also getting illustrations. Yeah, even if you don't play the game, but you should play the game. The game's pretty <laughs> freaking. Awesome. I'll definitely play it. It's probably one of the things I've like been the most proud of recently. Yeah, we're really looking forward to getting it out there, and it's it's weird because now we're kind of going down this rabbit hole of the gaming community and we're just starting that journey and trying to learn how how all that works i think we're going to be attending just as attendees a few um gaming conventions this summer to check things out and see how that works but um yeah this has been really exciting and a lot of fun for us you know when you go to work and you go to work to play a game it's it's not that bad yeah <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I haven't seen a lot of people combine the game with a figure. No, I can't think of too many examples of the two worlds, like, bridging and coming together in, in that sense. It makes absolute sense, but you were saying that you know, not many people seem to be doing this. Just this week, it's not a game per se, 
But uh, Gina Lamb designed the Meguro Senpai, and now, just today, we or this week, we learned that there's a pre-order for, it's not a game, but it's like a puzzle version of the Meguro Senpai, where you can take your chopsticks or something, and you can pull out little filleted pieces of the Meguro. It's, uh, oh. it's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I love those that Lock Nesters thing that Kid Robot was doing, like, just... Yes. Yeah, of, like... More than just a toy. Yeah, incorporating a little functionality and playability to things is cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, this the the game's a little bit complicated. We're doing it's, but it's not terribly complicated. We're 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 trying to do is like a you know a step up from the Parker Brothers type games. You know, something that's a little bit more into the indie game world. Maybe a little bit more of an introduction. Yeah. Yeah. No, this sounds awesome. I think it's a great idea. I love what you guys are doing. It's uh, like you said, this is a beta, so let the community test it out. I'll play with my kids, or maybe I'll play with with someone at Five Points Fest, and uh, we'll give you our feedback. And when it comes time to doing Kickstarter, well, we got George. There's no one knows Kickstarter better than George. Reach out to him. Yeah. Well, we have your phone number, George. Now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's plenty of people that know Kickstarter better than me. Believe me. Not just ask the janky guys. <laughs> yeah, but they're not running the normal campaign. I think they've got some professional help on their side. I believe they've hired some marketing firms and stuff like that. So I imagine they're paying a pretty penny for, for that assistance. Yeah, they got the full angry kitten deal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to mention? This is pretty cool. This is something I actually ordered. You guys always say, yeah, Gary, you never know order enough. Well, I ordered a pair of horrible, adorable socks, and I love them. And if you Thank haven't you. bought a pair yet, I would highly suggest go over to Horrible Adorable's Etsy site and pick up a pair. They're very oh. cute. I like them. Thank you. Aren't they super comfy, too? Maybe I've just never had high-quality socks before, but these are the – not to toot my own horn. These are the best socks I've ever owned. <laughs> <They're> fun. <laughs> and, Jordan, I saw you, you printed a shirt for yourself for the convention, so now you're wearing your own art? Oh my gosh, I could blend in. It's amazing. Are you, is there uh, something you're wanting to get into? More apparel, like leggings and blouses and all this sort of yeah, stuff? Definitely. I um so I don't I, I know I've mentioned for like my it's not quite a day job, but when I do freelance work, I'm mostly doing repeat patterns. And I've always had a hard time trying to figure out how to bridge that with horrible adorables and I mean I think that's always come out in like the scale patterns and stuff, but yeah, I wanted to try making some clothes, try some new things, you know, more home, like apparel and home goods and stuff. So, well, you're good I, at it. You're you're you know doing textile work with your characters and design sense. You're really good at it. I like it. Well, thank you. Yeah, they're adorable. Oh, thank you. I was gonna say also about that pattern though, the one that you're talking about from Instagram, that was actually developed as wallpaper initially. For a show that we're doing at an art museum, it's uh, the Akron Art Museum, which we've worked with before. They're awesome. They're having a whole interactive children's section um, going up in June called Summer Studio. So they invited a whole bunch of different artists to contribute artwork, and then they're going to be doing like little uh, creative stations around that artwork uh, for kids. So we got patterns. Um, so we designed a bunch of wallpaper and putting some of our artwork in front of it. And I will be there wearing my newly printed Horrible Adorables shirt, taking a picture against the wallpaper, and completely blending in. <laughs> you're just oh, like, you're just gonna see your head. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> floating in the air. That's also the printing wallpaper for you. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It'll it'll be great to see it in a big scale like that. Do you get I, for something yeah. like that? Do you get to? Do they print off an, enough extra for you to have for your own home or your own purposes, or is it strictly only for the museum? Oh, we should have asked. We I'll didn't see think if they to have ask. some scraps. <laughs> I have a feeling that they're going to be doing it as more of a vinyl sort of sticker. I've seen them do that before, so they're probably getting it printed just for the size of the wall. Okay. But I will. I'll ask them. Why not? Well, y'all should sell it. Sell me a panel. I could fill my space with a horrible adorables wall. That'd be cool. We can do that. I mean, we have our our Spoonflower site where where we've done stuff like that in the past, where people have been able to buy fabric swatches in our patterns. Yeah, they do, and they do wallpaper and gift wrap. They do everything. Ooh. Nice. Sounds like you guys got a lot of stuff in the works. That's pretty cool. Anything else that you want to tell us that you have going on either uh, for the uh, store or Five Points? Yeah, one more. With This is with you, Gary. What? <laughs> You've probably forgotten already. I have because I'm not really involved. <laughs> <laughs> I will be at some point, but not right now. Yeah. So last year, we tried to do some charity work you know, try to make some artwork for charity when we can. Uh, last year, we worked with Sorbet Jungle, and we've created an original. It was a collaboration between us, and then we did. So we took their Krakonana character, and we did it in our style. And then we basically created a fundraising or raffle through uh, GoFundMe. And the deal was that, you know, for every $5 you contributed, you got one chance in the drawing to win the, the piece at the end. And then if you contributed like 25, you got an enamel pin on top of that. So we wanted to continue this annually, and Gary has agreed to allow us to use one of his designs to collaborate with this year. And you guys went with like one of the most tricky ones to do, so I'm curious to see how you pull it off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if we should say which one or leave it as a surprise. (laughs) I mean, when's it being revealed? I'm, I'm... Fairly confident we'll have it for five points. Oh, let's go ahead and mention it's only two weeks away. All right, so we're going to be doing a stag. Yes. What? Like an autumn stag, and that thing was huge, and they've asked me to for the same dimensions and everything. It's going to be a big what? piece. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's the first time I'm hearing that. <laughs> you haven't even started, Chris? It's, I've started in my head a long time oh, ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> You have a skull flower custom to do and this stag. One of these is not making it to five points. I don't think you know what you're up against. Oh, my gosh. There's there's two of us, though. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Any takers? George, Teresa, want to make some bets? Play some bets. Do they finish both of them? <laughs> I have ten bucks that says no. I say they will. You say they do? George, what do you say? I mean, he's saying it's going to be done. I think it's going to be done. Damn. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for the confidence, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I forget well, that you guys are full-time on this sort of stuff, though, too. It's going to get done because you're not the one doing it. We're the one doing it. Oh, exactly. burn. <laughs> Damn, that was a dig. That was a good dig. It was true, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, have kids and then come talk to me, okay? No, thank you. We have a kid dog it's basically the same thing <laughs> oh, heard. oh no 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 anyway so that sounds awesome so tell us you're going to try doing the autumn stag and your own interpretation 
Yep, so we will have an autumn stag done in the horrible, adorable style, and we will be raffling that off. It'll be the same deal as last year. We'll set up the GoFundMe, and Gary has agreed to design the enamel pin that will be made for for this as well. So if you contribute $25 or more, you'll get a free pin to go along with it. Yeah, and 100% of the donations... The money. The money. 100% <laughs> of that goes towards the animal charity. It's the Wildlife Conservation Network. Uh, what we did last year with the Croconana is we actually involved the winner too, and they were able to help us decide what animal it should go to because it kind of breaks it down by animal. Yeah, the charity is great. It actually allows you to pick which animal you want to donate to. Like They have all kinds of endangered species on their website. And they give you a little story about like how they're trying to help. Like some of the programs are, they're actually teaching like villagers skills so they can rely more on like craft skills and selling their products rather than poaching or something like that. Yeah, it's very like realistic solutions. And another reason why we really love this charity is all the pro- all of the money that you give to them goes towards the researchers. There's not like I mean, I'm sure some of it goes towards like, you know, there's a tiny, tiny bit that goes to administration, but nearly all of it actually goes where it's intended. It's not like it's getting kicked back to the CEO or something like that. Sounds like a great cause. Thanks for inviting me to to be a part of it. This is awesome. Thank you for agreeing. We really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Enough stroking each other. We want to play some games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you bring a game, Gary? I didn't. No, it's been it's been pretty crazy over here. Teresa, you were working on one, weren't you? I I attempted, and I kind of had something, but I don't I don't have a lot of confidence in its how well, let's good. Let's do this one. This will be great. The worse the better. Yeah, so I have confidence in you all. You all do great games. Um, let's do the horrible games first, and then we can try Teresa's last. But Teresa's is the horrible game. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. How about we just don't do mine? You want to start with ours? Yes, please. All right. All right. So what we did was we did riddles this time. Ooh. So we have a bunch of riddles, and they're DTA themed. So you have a subject to work around. Okay. We can do this one of two ways. Either we can give them to you individually or you guys can all work together to work them out. You know what? I'm tired of Teresa winning. I've only ever beaten her at Jenga. I'm ready to kick her ass right now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. George Game is going to lose no matter what. Right, George? Yes, I, I'm fine with going whatever. <laughs> Let's try it individually. Then if it's too hard for us, we, we will do it as a group. Okay. So they're riddles, and you said they're DTA-themed? Yeah. Correct. Okay. So we have to solve the riddle. The sol- oh my God, I can't speak. Solve the riddle? Yes. yes. How do I lose to this woman? Really? <laughs> Gary <laughs> Ham, I'm smacking you through the phone right now. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. All right. All right, who would like to go first? Teresa. Gary, since he's so ready for it. <laughs> All right, bring it on. Okay, our first riddle is... My cousin Fred doesn't like me much. I'm always complaining about his snap, crackle, and pops. Okay. He's revenge by hiding my soy. Who am I? Who am I? 
You are Andrew Bell's uh, puking lactose. Your lactose Larry by Andrew Bell. Ding ding. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Correct. Nailed it. Gary, you got that really fast. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was all there. I feel like that was, uh, that was a lob. Uh, going down. I two. give you kudos. I give you snaps. <laughs> and crackle. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, who wants to go next? Teresa, you go next. Okay. All right. The next one is my favorite day is March 14th. I meet up with my partner after dinner. The longer we're together, the more he runs. Jesus. Favorite day is March 14th. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to have some dead air to cut out, Gary. I, <laughs> yeah. This is hard. This is a tough one. Uh, March 14th. I mean, that's not even a holiday. That's just a random day. It's a holiday March. to some people. My favorite day is March 14th. I meet up with my partner after dinner. The longer we're t together, the more he runs. The longer we're together, the more he runs. Okay. You got to put her on a time limit. I, I, I'm just, my, my brain is blank. I have no idea. Do you know what it is? I don't. George, do you? Gary? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention because it's not my turn. <laughs> can, I, can, I get a, can I get a clue? Do we have clues at all? Um, Let's see. Wait a minute. Read it one more time. But let me see. Wait, is well, it in the text? I was actually getting Jessica so she could be on my team. Here. Hey, Jessica. Hey, all right, it's on the thing. I got, I got it right here. Hold on. All right. My favorite day is March 14th. I meet up with my partner after dinner. The longer we're together, the more he runs. I mean, the more the more he runs. I have an idea, but is it weird that I keep thinking "runs" is like a a play on words and it means poop? I, that's what I'm thinking too, but I'm not thinking poop. Yeah, it's totally a play on words. <laughs> runs. I well, I think we're past Teresa's time, so Gary, if you have an idea, I'm thinking Mr. Self Indulgence and the running is like he's the Scoopy melts. Yep, you got it. Yeah. International Pie Day. Wow. Oh, my oh, God. 3.14. Come on. <laughs> that was hard. That was a tough one. I think I used my first yeah. game. Holy uh, moly. That was that was good, but that was tough. No, that's not tough once you know the answer. That was super easy. <laughs> we should have gotten that quicker. <laughs> All right, George, you ready? George, Jess, you guys ready? All right, we're ready. All right. <laughs> I have been a doctor, an astronaut, and a pop star. My uniforms are custom made for my unique proportions. For my latest project, I'm revealing all. What's that kid robot doll with the big boobs? Oh, man. See, I know this one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that just came out with a nude version? Like a a blank version? 
don't know, but isn't that kid robot doll with big boobies? She has unique proportions. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't remember the one, at, like the drag show one? Drag Are you talking about Oh my Vlad- god, Vladonna? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that. I guarantee it's not we that. We all want to forget Vladonna. No one has even remembered that but you. She has <laughs> unique proportions. How dare you? Well, there's more clues than just she that She could have been an astronaut. We don't know. <laughs> it could be like Barbie. Uh, what was that, Jess? A Barbie? But it's got to be designer toy. George, have you looked at the CCA nominations at all? Wait, what? Have you looked oh, at the yeah, CCA? that that Jason Fre- no, that Jason Freeney Barbie. There you go. Woo! <laughs> see, I knew it was that. I knew it. I'm just saying it could have been Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Do they get the point, Chris? Yeah, uh, yeah, we we're gonna be generous. Okay. Woo! You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so Gary's up next. Yeah. Which one should we give him? Well, he got the other one so easy. Let's do a hard one. Okay, oh, let's wow. find out the hardest one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not sure about this one. This is one we struggled with. <laughs> Jordan, do you want to read it off while I? Sure. My inspiration could survive temperatures that would melt me. My nickname comes from the black, brown, or grizzly varieties. I have as many legs as two tables. Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) Eight legs, right? Trying to think of what has a DTA nomination with eight legs. Oh, wait, are these all DTA nominations? (laughs) Please join the game. Welcome to the yes. game, George. These are all DTA finalists. Damn it, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> they could have been cheating a lot faster, guys. This is, yeah, this is tough. Uh, put me on the clock because it's not ringing a bell. I can't think of anything that had multiple legs. And maybe I'm getting tripped up on that clue. No. No. no it's it's not eight legs. There was one that I'm not very familiar with. I know there was one that was multiple legs in the Sofubi category, but. I couldn't tell you what the name of it was. It wasn't Safubi. Wasn't? No. <laughs> uh, I give up. This is a hard one. Um, Hold on. Hold anybody on. else want to give not, it a try? Is it, is it one of the jankies? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, oh. T- oh, I'm sorry. It starts with a T. Did I say it? Are you guys all done? You guys giving up? I give up. George, Jess, did you find it on the website? Are you guys <laughs> looking on the website? I'm sure they are now yeah, that they know it's DTA. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? We play by the rules? My internet never works. I can't cheat. All right. I don't know. Right. I give up. All right. So it's Tarbus the Tardigrade. Oh, it's in the what? salt category. They're the little microscopic water bear creatures. What? But you you have to know water bear facts. Gary, it's under the best sculpt. Okay, I, I don't have internet, so I'll have to check it out later. Remember, it's like the little wormy dude that looks like he's like like a booty hole for a mouse. Oh, I do. Okay. That's up for best sculpt? 
<laughs> George wants to talk about this. <laughs> we might be having another uh, conversation here. <laughs> maybe because it has a booty hole for a head. That's a snow. Uh, Stupid. Is it? Like, there's nothing else out of last year that was better than that as a sculpt. That's yeah. you're telling that sculpt is in the top of the sculpts from last year. George, we're playing a game. Uh, we need to have a new game. It's called Let's Talk About the Designer Toy Awards. We, this is remember they were on last week and they said they based off of things that were nominated. It's not up to them to them to know everything that was produced last year. So if it wasn't nominated. For this particular category, it, things weren't considered. So people had to actually nominate something for Best Sculpt. So. Wow, so it has to be nominated for a specific category too? All right. I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. I'm not on the panel, but that's the way I understand it. Guys, don't let George shit on your guys' game. game. <laughs> <laughs> this right, is why so I'm off for a month. I'm in a mood. I'll take a goose egg for that one. <laughs> George, um, you... the diet, we're hangry. All right, Teresa, you're I, up next. Yeah, bring it on. Let's all do right. this. All right, so the next one. We're all dressed up in our fancy bonnets. We wear rings as light as air. Our suits are not appropriate for church. Who are we? Suits are not appropriate for church. All right, so it's like a slutty toy. Mm. Our suits. We're all dressed up in our fancy bonnets. These are tough. So like hats. Something with hats. Rings as light as air. Oh! You should get. Oh, your... it's lucky pool babies. <laughs> Did you think they were slutty? <laughs> Church, like nothing slutty, so maybe it's a slutty toy. And then I was like, Oh no, bathing suits! That's good. Now that I hear it, that makes absolute sense. Yay, I got one. You guys are really good at this descripting thing. I agree. I'm kind of excited to read the full game details. We used a thesaurus. Right, you guys keeping score? Yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, let's see. You guys are all tied. Well, George hasn't gone yet, so. Who knows? He might be up ahead. He's been looking at the website, so. Oh no, we're off it now. We don't go on during. We don't go on during we our turn. We didn't look at it the first time. <laughs> All right, George, Jess, your turn. All right, Jordan, go ahead. We've landed where it's always sunny. We come in peace and bear gifts. You happily let us probe your pockets. Who are we? Probe <laughs> pockets. Do you have any idea? I don't know. I have no idea. Is it a Martian toy thing? Because isn't he in Philly? Yeah. Oh. Woo! You're on the you get it? You're close. Wait, what'd you say, George? It's in Martian toys. Oh. Yeah, very close. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Martian toys? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because it's it's a it's a toy, right? Though it's something we're Can talking about a toy. It's not a toy store, year? right? Like it's this one. We'll give you that hint. This is not a toy. It's still a nominee, though. So I, is it? 
Is it Martian? I mean, is it Martian toys then? I mean, is that the close? Is, is their mothership gallery? Is that what they're called? Yeah! <laughs> it's mothership. So the key, the key word being, we've landed where it's always sunny. They yeah. have a in, uh, sunny in Philadelphia. Always sunny in Philadelphia. That's good. Got it. <laughs> That's where I got it. That's the only reason I got it was that one. <laughs> I got tripped up on the bear. I thought you were talking like an actual bear, but not. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. Write bear, bro. Is that how you write bear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I misspelled that. You jerk. That's what I got hung up on. Like, oh, they purposely spelled bear as the animal. That's got to be some sort of secret clue. Oh, you know, so I spent seven hours in the car writing these. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, so it's perfected. So we're all tied up. My oh, turn. No, no, George is winning. Yeah. That can't and be. I, just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right. What do we want to do next here? Okay. That one or that one? Um, yeah, how about do that one? All right. I'm not really a dog person, but I can roll with greyhounds. I'm not big and yellow, but I carry special cargo. Who am I? Gary, this one's easy. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it? Oh, God, I want to answer so bad. I'm not really a dog person, but I can roll with greyhounds. I'm not big and yellow, but I carry special cargo. Is it that backpack thing? No. No. <laughs> I know it! I know it! Ah! Hurry up and say you're Hold done on. so I can trump you. Uh, no cheating? No I clicking? Don't, I don't have internet. I can't possibly cheat like you guys. You don't need internet. And we weren't <laughs> cheating when it was our turn. <laughs> I'm just trying to give myself any sort of leeway. Oh my god, I want to trump you so bad! Your point. I, I'm trying to think. I'm going through the categories in my head. We haven't heard anything from non-licensed yet. We haven't heard anything from... We'll give you the same clue we gave George. This is not a toy. This, oh, this is not a toy. Cheating! Cheating. We're not giving you a point anyways, Teresa. Unacceptable! <laughs> Strange on, cat toys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. I can't believe it took you so long. It's well, because fun. I was thinking a toy. I, I'm not thinking like stores. Come on, be smart. They've already thrown us for that loop, so you know it could be a non-toy. You don't understand. Put your I'm thinking not smart. <laughs> True. Okay. The point to All me right. or no? I mean, that was a long time. You don't have to give me a point. They give you the point. You got point. it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Teresa's turn. All right, Teresa. I spend most of my day sleeping. I dream of racing the tortoise in my past life. Now, turtles move faster than me. Who am I? Of course, I'm not going to know the one that comes to me. Uh, I spend most of my day sleeping. I dream of racing. All right, so it's a rabbit. I spend most of my days sleeping a sleeping rabbit. 
sleeping rabbit. Time. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Gary. <laughs> it's not a very slow bunny. I'll, uh, I'll give you a hint. Pay attention okay. to the past life part. I dream of racing the tortoise in my past life. I I don't know. It's a dead a dead slow sleepy rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Teresa, you're so close. Keyword being past life. Should we just tell you? Is it you guys good? Yes. So it's like a dead a dead scoly bunny thing, or maybe a custom that used to be a bunny. Oh. Oh, the Kyle's skull thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I it's uh well I thought it was a dunny it's like a bunny and it's dead because it's got skulls it, nothing's also- dead it's just a past life <laughs> alright I think we have to give it to you guys this is uh, Sunny the Sloth by Silly oh you're right. I remember her doing the whole write-up about the sloth and the tracksuit and everything. Oh. Oh, the sloth. And he's like, that was silly, uh, seriously silly K's custom. Custom thing. She did the sloth wearing the tracksuit and he's sleeping in the bed. That's good. That thing was a dunny? That was a dunny. Yeah. Yeah. That was from the, the GTA dunny show last year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ah, that was good. Me. Had I yes, you guys had it all there in the information. It's just it was amazing. I didn't know it was a dumb tricky. Ah, oh, that was tricky. All right, last one for George and uh, Jess. All right, guys, this is for the win if you get this one. Uh oh. Right, you're all. You guys are gonna give it to us on pr- a hard one on purpose. <laughs> well, there's only one left. You're stuck with whatever's left. All right, ask us our sign, and we'll tell you Gemini. We used to live in the clouds, but now reside near the big top. Our friends are the painted lady, the wolf boy, and the strong man. Who are we? The, the circus. Is there a circus one? Gemini. What, what sign is that? Uh, they're like born in September. There are three things. Gemini's are three-faced. What? Gemini's are three-faced. What does that mean? They're three different beings, babe. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, he wants to go deep into the Gemini. No, I just want to know what the, the symbol is. Like, what's the symbol oh, for Gemini? Oh, you don't know to say. <laughs> a fish? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's a quite... That's Pisces. <laughs> oh... Just go with this one. What's something circusy? Is there a sideshow miniseries? Sideshow. If it's the one Cir- I'm thinking of. Circus sideshow. Is it, is it? Is it? Are you thinking of what I'm thinking of, Gary? Like, can you tell me? I'm sure if you know that. I will text <laughs> you. Uh, I'm curious like if one. you're thinking what I'm thinking. Because if you are, it's kind I, mes- of I message you, Teresa. That's my guess. Like a mini figure. Oh, that's not that's not where my head was. This was what I was thinking. <laughs> you still. All right, we don't know. We'll keep it tied so nobody wins. Uh, well, George really oh. tried. 
Here, I'll, I'll give you a hint. You're hurting our feelings if you don't guess it. Come on, I don't know what your guys... Oh, no! <laughs> That's a huge no! clue. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to cheat. There's only oh. one way to win, George. <laughs> I'm not going to cheat. I don't know the names of the You're things. You're going to hurt their feelings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have to do this. Yes. <laughs> I guess we're going to hurt your feelings. No! You're almost there. <laughs> well, you'll just have to pay us back in Kickstarter advice, I guess. <laughs> Done. Deal. Gary, Teresa? You know, I know your nominations, but they don't fit the description that I know of. What's, yeah, what's you, the you got Flatwood Friends and the... Um, the Care Bear. Bears. Yep. And I'm trying to think of which one fits the, this description. It's the Care Bears. Gemini are the twins. Oh my God, you're right. They have two faces, not three. <laughs> no joke. Until you said that, I was thinking it was Stellar Scouts, the little Tara McPherson okay, so like, oh, it's kind of like a sideshow. With the Care Bear piece, what is the big top and the relationship with the the circus characters? They're Siamese. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! That's good. It makes sense. You guys did awesome clues. We're just they're conjoined twins. They used to live in the clouds because they're Care Bears. That's where they live. George, we could have gotten You guys time. put some serious thought into like writing these, and they're they're excellent riddles. We're just terrible at guessing them. <laughs> but once you, you hear it, once you, once you know you the answer, these make absolute sense, and they're great. Maybe we could post them to the stomping ground and see if your fans are better than you guys. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a tiebreaker? Um, no, you're all losers. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine, my Just joking. You're all winners. Do you remember, Gary, last time we made like a little um, kind of like the, the riddle page, and then if people wanted to do it on their own, kind of while they listened or outside of listening, they could. So we could do the same thing for these. Wait, did I get a point for the steal? No. No steal. Yeah, okay. What are you talking about? So the final fun. score was, was George and Jess both had two points. Gary had two points. And Teresa had one point. Okay. Wow. So you beat Teresa. <laughs> At least I didn't lose completely. <laughs> Teresa, do you want to try your game? I gave up and we didn't even win. Or do you want to do our new segment instead? It's up to you. What's a new segment? I'm just... song? So Jessica gonna ask if there's a song for this new game. Is there an intro song? There's, there's not. We 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 have not put together any sort of extracurricular <laughs> activities for this. But it's a new segment that we're gonna try to doing. We're we've been terrible at doing links and sneak peeks. But so what we thought we would do is a lot of like the radio shows and talk shows and stuff. They usually have a new segment. So what we thought we would do instead of going around the globe, we're gonna go around the scene. And Teresa is gonna be the one presenting. The hot topics and news for the week. And we can comment on it. If anyone who's listened to Howard Stern, imagine what Robert, uh, Robin Quiver's news is like. She reads off some news. Howard, you know, adds some commentary. That's all it is. So she's going to tell us news? She's going to tell us some things yeah. that are going on in the scene this week, some things that are big news, hot topics, and we can give our feedback or opinions on it, or we could just let her die a slow death to dead air. This is called... Thanks. What's new in the scene with Teresa? It's called, no, it's called, we'll call it Around the Scene. That's the worst one. 
Do I have my not the title, George. George's intro, not you. <laughs> <laughs> not not the segment. I swear to God, it was just George's. Okay, Teresa, the floor is yours. All right, so let's jump into around the scene with. I wanted to rhyme, but I can't think of anything schnazzy. Around the scene with Teresa, who's not mean. <laughs> wow. That was terrible. Okay. All right. News topic number one, death to DTA fan voting. Toy Tokyo is at it again with running a giveaway in exchange for fan votes. And surprisingly, 3D Retro has joined in with a discount code exclusive that they're offering for those who vote as well. It's an interesting play that have some wondering why it's allowed and what impression it gives for fan voting in the DTAs. One wonders, will this be the new norm? Does it put a damper on the integrity of fan voting? And will something ever be done to stop vote bribing from happening in the scene? Discuss. I was wondering if you were going to bring this up or not. I think we saw when it first started, when we saw... 3D Retro put it up there. We were surprised. I, if, if I could take myself out of newscast for a second, stand on the sofa, <laughs> we'll tell you that the whole bribing for votes through either a giveaway or a code or whatever drives me insane. It, it bugs me to death. Teresa so much. I was receiving texts and she, you seemed like you were fuming over it. You just hate the idea of this. It kills it. It kills it so much for me. And that's the thing. Like, I love the scene. And, you know, like I'm usually a pretty positive person. But this one just really rubs me the wrong way. Because we're already there's already enough chatter all the time about fan voting. And it's just a popularity contest and blah, blah, blah. So when you see this stuff pop up, it just basically kills fan voting for me. You're buying votes. And why should you win Best Toyster or whatever if you feel like you need to stoop to that level, like you should win because you're good at being a good store on the scene or a good artist or whatever. And I just don't want that to be the new norm. And when Toy Tokyo did it last year and won because of it, it really upset me. And I was shocked that nothing was even done. And I get that it's hard, but I feel like some kind of rule should be put in place to kind of draw a line there. So it just it bugs me and it bugs me that it's now spreading. And I just don't want that to be a thing. Like now everyone feels like, oh, well, I've got to offer something to try to get some votes. Like it's just get rid of fan voting altogether. I'll agree with everything you said. It's really it. It does not give you the sense of community when people are looking to essentially buy votes. And it's a shame because the companies that especially 3D Retro, they had an amazing year. It's a gorgeous store. They did not have to do this at all. They probably would have won this on their own merit. And now if they win, we'll never know if that was the case. Right. It'll always be tainted to me. I like, like to think that people don't fall for this shite, though. It's just, to me, <laughs> to most people, it's an abs- this is an absolute turnoff. <laughs> and it probably deters more votes for them than, than for them. Although yeah. last year Totokyo won, so maybe that proves that this sort of antics does work. But I like to think that this probably does more harm than good. Yeah, and I love how you said shite, by the way. Shite! Um, that's why I laughed. Now, what happens if they do that and then they don't win? They still look like jerks. They still look greedy. It's, it's not a good look. Yeah, I mean, 
you're uh, you're in a category with your you're in a category with your peers. You should just be saying thanks for voting us or nominating us. We're happy to be finalists. Go vote for your favorites. Not go vote for us and for doing so we're going to give you a discount code well, or a gift card. But there's there's nothing wrong with promoting yourself and and saying, hey, we're finalists, this is awesome, if you love us and support us, there are votes our way. I don't have any problem with that, with you, quote, unquote, campaigning or whatever or posting about it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just when you take that step further and, and you know, quote, unquote, bribe, say, hey, you know, we'll toss a little something your way if you go give us a vote. I just feel like that's where the line is crossed. If either one of these tours ends up winning, and what does that mean for the fan vote? It's no It'll, longer a popularity contest as it's who has the best offer to get votes. Isn't that the point of fan voting though, is to make as many of your people aware of the clutter awards as possible. It's to, it's to get out the word about clutter awards to the masses, to as many people as possibly can do it. If they just do it to the people that know who they are, then how does it grow? This way you're getting this whole awards thing out to someone else who's never seen it before. That's all, I mean, isn't that the whole point of it? So, George, you're saying I, that you're okay with people offering up money for votes. No, I think it's terrible, but I just think that I don't. I wouldn't want to get rid of fan voting. I'm saying, like, oh, the fan voting thing is what makes people want to talk about it online. Like, if there's no yeah. point in any of my friends voting, then what does it matter about these awards? I hear you. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I hope it doesn't kill fan voting because – the thing about the DTAs, right, is being a collector and someone invested in the scene, it's nice to play a part, right? I honestly wish there were things in the panel, only votes, that I could provide a vote for. And I don't know if it goes back to the conversations, right, that have come up before, Gary, about maybe instead of splitting it between fan and panel, it's more of just the categories and fan vote is considered across them or something. But... I would hate, I think it'd be a shame if fan voting disappeared because then everyone in the scene who collects would just basically be sitting and watching what happens and not have any kind of contribution. It's just a shame that people are are going this far with it to gather those votes. You know what would be a cool thing that they could do is open a open an email or something that is strictly for nominating and have nominations go all year long. Because, like, by the time they ask for you to nominate something from last year, I've forgotten half the things that have come out or that I cared about. But if I got it, like, if if I went to, you know, Five Points and I bought that new Horrible Dorbles vinyl game, I'd be like, holy crap, this thing's awesome. I want to nominate this right now so that I don't forget about it. I like that. I'd say, I think that's a great suggestion. I like it. So you're thinking like an open portal year round or whatever. Yeah, not throughout the entire year because I'm going to forget. Like, and if you're telling me that like that, whatever that thing is called, that water pair is the best sculpt of the year because there hasn't been anything better than that sculpt in an entire year, then like there's obviously something wrong with the nomination committee or the way things are nominated. Because if that was one, if that was in the top 10 of all the things that were made last year, then nothing was nominated. And I'm not yeah. going to keep shitting on that sculpt. I'm sure it's fine if I saw it in person or if I, you know, whatever. I'm just saying out of all the things that were sculpted last year, that's not in the top 10. Right. No, I hear you. I, I feel bad for the committee who has to narrow these things down to finals because us as, you know, onlookers, we have no idea what 
was nominated. We don't have no idea what they were working with, you know. But anyways, let's move on. Teresa, what else is going on around the scene? All right. News item number two. Cats out of the bag. Similar to an approach taken by Unbox with their Unbox and Friends blind box series, Super Plastic revealed they'll have approximately 50 unique hand-drawn artist janky customs sprinkled throughout janky series two cases. Discuss. When you say hand-drawn, are we talking doodles or are we talking customs? Well, so that's the thing. Like, so if you go to the Super Plastic Instagram, you can see, like, I wasn't sure the right way to call it because it's, it's a combination, it seems like, probably. yeah, like it's kind of in between because it it's kind of a custom, but it's kind, like, it's not, it's kind of more rough, I guess, or hand-painted style, and I think it depends on the artist who did it. Like, some may have gone more detailed than others, so it's probably more of a, I guess, a custom. I equate it similar to, you know how, like, the Unbox and Friends, they had sort of the one-off artist ones, and those, I guess, were more custom than Doodle, so these fall on the same line. But, yeah, so they're they're kind of, I think, going back to, I know it's something that was done back in the day with some Dunny series, and then we saw Unbox bring it back with their blind box, but they did a Q&A on Kickstarter, and through their... Paul revealed that they're going to be having these custom pieces. So it says 50 designs for mystery artists. So we don't know the artists, but they're not only artists that are part of Janky Series 2? It's TBD. We don't know. Okay. I I have seen two at this point. So the one they posted on their Instagram was the Joe Ross one, and then they did an Instagram story that showed some from Julie West. But those are the only ones I've seen so far. So it sounds like they did include artists that were a part of the series, but it's possible other artists are included as well. I think it's a good idea. I think, yeah, I it's think cool. it's really cool. I think it just increases, like, you know, people wanting to get more. Like, I, I, I was looking at the Janky Kickstarter, and I know some of them were like, oh, get, like, three boxes if you pledge this level. And I'm like, why would you want three boxes? But... I guess this is just another incentive to more jankies. I guess I wonder kind of like what unbox, like whether they care or not, like what they think since they, but you said Kid Robot used to do this too. I guess that unbox was the first people I ever heard of doing this. So I wonder if they feel like they're kind of stepping on their toes. Um, but I think it's really cool. Yeah. It, when I first read it, uh, that's kind of what came to my mind as well, Jordan. I was like, hmm feels a little bit of a piggyback of Unbox just because Unbox just did it and kind of resurrected it and I hadn't seen it since I've been collecting but I know other people have told me and have talked about wasn't it like way back at the beginning Dunny Series Gary that they used to do that? I want to say it was Dunny Series 1 but I think that the mystery of it I remember um, Coart Mag did a whole write up on this I'm, I'm sort of forgetting the details but a lot of them were actually never known if they were found or not but they actually did reveal the artists that did do the customs, but I don't think we ever know if they ended up in the hands of collectors. What else is going on around the scene? Good question. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. To kind of piggyback off that one, if we were to continue to talk about Super Plastic and Kickstarter stuff, we were discussing previously the funding and how it would be 
compared to their first run. And so far, they're around 394K. So people are clearly into it, and it's going strong. And um, related to that, there's they've been doing the challenges you can unlock, just like they did on their first Kickstarter. And so far, they've unlocked three different things. We've got a free sticker set. The one cent shoe add-on, which is a janky flight shoe. It's a shoe with some wings. And a chicken suit janky, that's a $20 add-on. Those have all been unlocked through various challenges. And they're very close to unlocking a fourth challenge that is still a mystery. There's also a new Janky Land app. So part of the challenges is incorporating uh, a free app. It's a game that you can download on through the App Store. It's on Android or um, iPhone. But it's a fun little kind of free fall game. I played it. I grabbed it and tried to uh, help out with a few of the challenges by playing. But basically, uh, Janky's kind of free falling through these different lands. And as you're falling, you're trying to collect different Janky skins that have different levels of abilities. So some have more speed and some have more control. And um, there's various levels to unlock and all that stuff. But um, there's that to check out. And... Related to all of this, and I guess the hype of this Kickstarter, there was a very interesting promotional video that they launched on Instagram through Instagram stories. Uh, apparently, Tony Hawk knows who Super Plastic is and was talking about the toys. So that was very intriguing. Apparently, it's beyond our scene. I have no idea how Tony Hawk knows. I have about no idea Jenkins. how you know who Tony Hawk is. Like, Tony freaking Hawk. <laughs> Like, I don't, I would not uh, fanboy out for many celebrities, but I think if I saw Tony Hawk, you might hear me squeak. Like, that man <laughs> means so much to me. And the fact that he's really? out there promoting Googiemon, I think, wasn't it? Was, he was talking about Googiemon, wasn't he? And Super Plastic. Yeah, I almost Something wanted like to that. listen and re say. So, that it was his Instagram story and Tony Hawk. Let me see if I can play it real quick and listen to what he said. Can we also talk while you're waiting for that to talk about Googiemon and who this legendary hip hop horror artist Googiemon? We covered this on well, the show. Sure. If you if you had what this is what happens when you don't join in is you miss discussions about things like Googiemon. We think it's a fake made up and, person. And how yeah, it's fake and terrible and makes me not yeah. want to buy it. It's well. That's the thing that's so weird about this Tony Hawk. So when I when I saw it, well, I think it's cool that it's Tony Hawk. I sent to Gary and I was like, "This is so weird. Like, how do they somehow tie Tony Hawk in to not only rep Super Plastic but rep the fake Googiemon thing?" And I don't know if it was like an attempt to make it seem more legit. I think the reason I think this is happening, Teresa, is because in the late '80s, the Bones Brigade was a skate team that Tony Hawk was a part of. They made a skate video called "The Search for Animal Chin," where they spent the entire video searching for a fictional character named Animal Chin. I'm a, I'm a fanboy. <laughs> you are a fanboy. I didn't realize you had anyone. I will throw my underwear at Tony Hawk. That's how much I like Tony Hawk. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Someone found the Tony Hawk thing. Yeah, I found the Tony Hawk thing. Come on, Tony Hawk. You're better than that. Isn't it bad? Like, it's so fake. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. 
I'm so tired of Gugumon. It kind of sucks because I would buy that Gugumon 12-inch figure that they're doing. Like, I like the look of it, but I hate this Gugumon thing. <laughs> so I won't you're, buy just, it. you're just turned off by the, the campaign yeah. of it? I, I hate now that it used to be horror artists. Now it's hip-hop horror artists. Now it's legendary hip-hop horror artists. Like, no, it's just dumb to me. So I'm not buying it. George is taking a stand. I will not buy anything that says Googiemon, and I hate saying the word Googiemon. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, we are up against the clock. I think it's time to, we got to end this. Okay. Well, that's been around the scene. Good job, Teresa. I tried. Listeners, let us know uh, if you like the new segment. They probably won't, and that's okay. <laughs> well, since we're running long, I want to say thank you to Horrible Adorables for joining us, and we'll see you in two weeks at Five Points. I do, yeah. too. Yeah. Thank you for the fun game. Yeah. Oh, no problem. It was all Chris, but I'll take some credit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks again for joining. Why don't you take a brief moment and let everyone know where they can find you? So we're on Instagram, horrible underscore adorables, and online, horribleadorables.com. And we'll see you at five points. See you soon. Teresa? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, if you see me at five points, give me a holler. And, um,. I know I think I mentioned it last time, but if you're at the DTAs as a VIP, feel free to find me and say hi. I plan to actually be there this year and not miss the majority of it. But, um, yeah, if you want to find me on the interwebs, check me out on Instagram. My username is tmhawk24. It's funny that you mentioned to approach you at the DTAs because, as you know, you can't talk there. If you talk there, someone's going to go up on stage and tell you to shut the fuck up. So just give her a, a head nod and then like a quiet hello. Okay, talk to me at five points and then just say hi with like a wave and a nod at DTAs. Respect the DTAs. Okay. okay. All right, George, where can people find you? Uh, not at Five Points Festival, but you can find me on Instagram at Double G Toys. Welcome back, George. Nice to have you back. Sorry I was in the mood. Just wait. Let's get talking on topics next time. I'll really get going. <laughs> I got lots to say. I've been away for a while. It's some pent-up frustration. All right, so I'm Gary Ham. You can find me at Gary Ham on Instagram or superham.com. This has been the Marsham Toy Hour. We're actually going to be taking a couple weeks off. I have a custom to do and five points to attend. So, But I just got back. <laughs> Sorry, George. But we'll be back. <laughs> After five points for a wrap-up, and then after that, you can come back. Yeah, if you and Teresa want to record next week, find somebody else. I'll push the record button, you guys talk. But I have to get a custom done, so I will not be partaking next week. George, sorry, but I kind of want a break. Yeah, I don't blame you. So you've been listening to the Marsham Toy Hour. We try to do this every week, not because we have to. Whenever Gary wants to. <laughs> Signing off. Bye. <laughs>